Welcome to TSC Talks, where I share and reflect my lived experience within the dense matrix at Systemic Programming, awakening through the role of parent-caregiver of loved ones affected by tuberous sclerosis complex, observing and integrating traumas and the limiting beliefs they spawn that keep us from knowing our own truth of who we are as divine beings. Through the portal of podcasting, interviews, monologues, discussions, and workshops, I share topics and tools I found relevant and worthwhile for those living with or caregiving for individuals through the extremes of chronic illness. Thank you so much for tuning in. Coming up next is Brian Henry. He is the founder of Together We Ascend and Ascend Academy, and he is the producer creator of Awaken with Brian Henry, which is a podcast, and I'm not going to talk much more about him. I'm going to let him introduce himself. Thanks so much for tuning in. Look for my intuitive podcasting workshop video on the YouTube channel and keep listening. Hello, everybody, and welcome to TSC Talks, another episode with Jill as your host. I'm really excited to be here today and to share my guest with you, Brian Henry. He is the founder of, and you can correct me if I'm wording any of this wrong, he's the founder of Ascend Academy, and he has also been working with me over the last, gosh, six, seven, eight months as giving me some coaching. He, uh, he unites and achieves lightworkers. That is the tagline on his business. I know he is so much more than that. He's become a personal friend, a mentor, and just one of the most calm, chill, uh, centered guys that I know. So just brings in the masculine energy beautifully. And I'm really excited to have you here, Brian, and do this interview with you. So um, if you want to start out, just giving a little bit of your background. And I think I asked you in the questions, the overall question is just kind of talking through your life story and sharing whatever story it is today, sharing uh you know, the experiences that you've had that have kind of led you to where you are today, uh, whether good, bad, you know, I honestly don't know a lot of, of your story. I've listened to some podcasts. The one with um, Todd Medina was really great. I learned mm-hmm. some stuff about you and Amanda that I that I really appreciated. So you're mm-hmm. so go ahead. Yeah. Share from your heart. I'm glad you uh you open up way for that sharing from my heart because as you know that's my favorite place to share from and it's always interesting to see how when one is in their heart the story that gets shared may be completely different than the one that was shared yesterday so true so I know that you you sent me a little bit of preliminary questions to kind of prepare myself, but I feel like the best thing I could have done to, to prepare myself was drop into hair in that chest region in that body to feel and rather than have some prescripted answer, share what felt most inspiring in this moment. Perfect. Well, that feels like today is the story of a guy that loves to serve, uh, loves to be in service of others, loves to contribute 
loves to witness transformation take place before his eyes. I've, over the course of my journey, have come to my perspectives, my beliefs around what goes into living a joyous, a fulfilling and exciting life. And part of what that entails for me is being in service to something bigger than oneself. When I look wow. back to all of my experiences, the accumulation of everything I've been through, all of the best ones came from being connected to love and making it more about giving than getting. And the irony becomes when you find yourself centered in this space of wanting to give or you get to experience the joy and fulfillment that comes from that, you begin to realize that the giving and receiving are ultimately the same thing. Wow. Just feeling into that a little bit. Yeah. I would say that's, that's been true somewhat in my life. I think when I was younger, I had no concept of wanting to give. Yeah, that didn't really come into play for me, I'd say, in a serious way until like 2012. So, yeah, just to, for someone that is your age, not that that really matters, but to have such profound insight and so centered, it's been impressive to me because I think you're younger than my youngest son or my oldest son. Oh, my God, not youngest son. That would be really young, but yeah. So, yeah, I think I've always felt that with you, the heart energy from the first time that I met you doing the, the activation, I believe on Ascend Academy, when our paths crossed, there was something that came through that wasn't even really spoken. So mm. powerful. The other day, by the way, I just want to say, as we get going here, I um, I really appreciate the relaxed, as you know, the relaxed, slow, present pace. And for me, some of the most powerful interactions that I've ever had, conversations I've ever had, is when we're able to kind of be with that, that moment, that space of silence and instead of rushing to, to kind of fill it up because it can be a little bit uncomfortable at times to, to sit in that, um, especially yeah. on a podcast. And I know because I have a show of my own. That's right. But, I forgot to mention that. My goodness. I have that written down too. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, everything is perfect. And what gets said, I am in full trust is going to be okay. the perfect thing. But yeah, I just wanted to kind of just acknowledge um, that that willingness to, to, to take one's time, to be patient, to not rush to act, not rush to say, because I can already sense that as we, we sit into that, um, what is said is going to be so much more powerful. 
And, you know, it's, I have to be honest, it's not always my instinct as a podcaster. I'm sometimes it's hard for me to stay while I'm doing podcasts and I'm getting better at it to stay in my heart. I get pulled out very easily when I start thinking, oh my God, I've got to figure out what I'm going to say next, you know? So, yeah. That's why I say we support each other in that. my willingness to or my attentiveness to the moment as it is what feels most inspiring being in my heart will will support you but same way it's just it's that reflection it's the energy that we uh we choose to sit into together it's really interesting and powerful because you know it's it can stray away from what one might typically here on a, a podcast but like I've, I mentioned some of my most powerful and even on the podcast has been in in that type of energy and then I think you even mentioned that what comes through is beyond the words yeah I want to say that that's also felt by a listener just like you felt it from me and whatever it was that you you came across yeah it's hard to well it, it doesn't need explaining but i think there's a natural desire for people to want to to put words around it yeah so yeah so see already i'm i'm like not uncomfortable with it but i'm like i gotta ask him a question so, because mm-hmm. I am curious about some of the pieces of what I perceive as aspects of your story that, um, yeah, I'm just like interested in the fact that you're so young and how did your awakening, how did you come into this work? What, what brought you in? And if you feel like talking about that, how's that been your, mm-hmm. your path into Right now you're living in Costa Rica. That's okay that I share that. And when I first started working with Brian, he was living in Toronto. And one day he said, well, I'm moving. I'm moving like in a few days. And I was like, what? You're moving in a few days. And I'm like, where are you moving? He's Costa Rica. I'm like, oh my God, I was so happy for you. Um, And Amanda, when you told me that, that was a, I just felt the energy behind that. Uh, Yeah. So you go and I totally remember you, uh, you being so joyous for us. And I remember feeling so appreciative for that because it was just so truly felt that, that you were, you're there supporting us that you saw it as the, the scary, but courageous move that, that it was. Um, and of course, I am more than happy to to share about my story. I am here to 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 speak <laughs> after that. All it's just, anyways. There's there's plenty that I can refer back to um, that I guess has supported me to mm-hmm. to become who I am today and be where I am today. It wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. I've had a pretty rough past I mean I think we all have in in different ways um 
but some of what I look back on it's hard to believe that I really went through um, at times. Really? Um, yeah, let's try to really check into what level of detail to go into this. I'm an open book, by the way. You mentioned um, you're not sure if it was okay to mention the Costa Rica thing. I'm an open book. Okay. I'm happy to share. Whatever. I figured, I no. figured, but I, I've gotten to some sticky situations before. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, not with me. That doesn't okay. need to be a concern. Well, again, I am happy to explore more deeply or share more deeply if uh, if you're curious. But the the shorter version of it of in it of it all is I've had quite a bit of experiences that falls outside of the realms of most people's worldview. Um, and what they've come to experience or believe is true or possible. Um, this is where I ask you what level of detail you're interested all in of hearing. It. All of it. And <laughs> like full out. Yeah, I go for the like, yeah, the just, no, seriously, Brian, whatever you feel packed into sharing and the time that you have is great. Yeah. I have more than enough time. Okay. Okay. I've had so many experiences, both treacherous and benevolent, beautiful. The treacherous has its own beauty too. That's so true. <laughs> that has pointed me to one core belief it's at the center of my soul and of that belief is the belief that this is at the center of all souls and it's love we are of love everything is of love our greatest power is love love is the answer that heals all we are turning our way back to this we are becoming fuller expressions of it and the better we align ourselves with it the better off we are going to be mm -hmm. i feel that so thank you for feeling it too i do yep. and i know that you've become an expression of this truth yourself yeah, that's what I feel like it's in there. It's all of the every all paths are leading that way. I love Rob Das is we're all just walking each other home. Mm. Home to love. Yeah, I think for me being a little older um and coming more to realizing the path that I was on. It's that that feeling of everything, you know, I think that sometimes people in my life might laugh at me if I said that, you know, like, oh, shut up. What are you talking about? We're all love. I mean, because I do say that and people occasionally give me a hard time for it. And um, yeah. So here's the thing that they've yet to understand. And I've seen it play out so many times in order for them to tap into that 
there's a whole lot of stuff that needs to be looked at, felt, and released. And some of that stuff can be really uncomfortable. So it's easy to, and in some ways, it's more comfortable to kind of shut that down mm-hmm. because that process, that, that willingness to open their hearts up to that truth and feel that love that you may be speaking of, it requires one to feel a whole bunch of shit. And mm. at times it can be easier to shut that down. Yeah. Yeah. And you can feel that. I could feel that energy sometimes when people just, it's such a foreign concept, you know, something we kind of like hear on the movies or we joke about um, or people post about on social media. What does that really mean to, I think it's something that's so experiential. It can only be. Only be, obviously, yeah. And the beautiful thing becomes once you experience it, even a taste of it, and you come to this light bulb moment, like, this is what I want. This is what I want to experience. This is what I want other people to experience. And you begin to devote your life to that. Well, then you also realize that there's always always more room for higher love wow i just heard that from somebody else similar today um well it was more in reference to we're always we're always peeling off layers we're peeling off layers of ourselves so I guess it would be the other side of that. You know, we're always moving into higher states of love when we peel mm-hmm. off these layers. Um, and there's a lot of layers for a lot of people, including myself, a lot of layers. And those layers has been, have been taught. They've been programming. down, right? But who did we get this programming from? I would say our parents society it's everywhere we're bombarded with it Mm -hmm. in fact that's a concept that I think I kind of always intuitively knew because I never really followed it I never was good at following the program (laughs) just something in me was like nah doesn't make sense doesn't make sense but um of course I am immersed in it to the point where I'm not even aware how programmed I am. But yeah, I think it's an awareness now with things shifting in the world and more people being like, wait a minute. Um, I'm more aware as I try to step out of it as much as possible of how massively we are really incarnated into this dense, dense reality or aspect of reality so and you become more aware of that through your own process of peeling back the layers yes i know you've been on a journey of yes yeah yeah and i can say that there's always more layers which is yeah it's like i think we have a this idea that we want to just get to this resting place where um and I'm not saying that you cannot be there because we're always, it, we want to be in the present moment. But uh, when stuff comes up that's hard uh, and knowing that 
really, you can't push it down anymore. I think that's kind of been huge awareness of this past year is stuff that, oh, I'll look at that later. You know, I know it's there, but now it's like go time. Like just, it just seems better to better serve to address it now than to keep pushing it down. So that's kind of what's come up for me in the last year mm-hmm. as layers start to fall away or continue to. So and that goes ex- right back to that point of being being willing to to feel that and face that is the means by which we allow for the light that's beneath that to shine more through. Mm. Yeah. You're getting to experience firsthand how rewarding it can be to feel and peel back those layers, opposed to shutting it down, like many still do with with the ego, with the mind. Much better, much better. Yeah, I think that when you have a lot of traction of doing that, it, it it's just it's hard, it creeps back in very quickly. So. I'm really glad to be connected in your platform and to have like supportive events and people that are like-minded and a few other platforms that I've gotten involved with throughout the course of this, these past few years, I they feel like this, the work you're doing is a lifeline for people. I see it as just vital mm. more than, you know, what we've been programmed to believe is there to help us. So it's that inner work that everybody, I feel like everybody needs right now. I mean, mm-hmm. ongoing, intensive inner work. And that's the way the world's going to change, obviously, through that mm-hmm. inner love. But yeah. It's the cliche. And the more I walk this journey, I just see that the cliches are where all the gems and truths are. It's all really the simple things. But it's the one to change the world you must change yourself and a lot of that work is if not all of it is is uh in their game yeah and you know with the programming it's like you don't realize how much you've internalized that to the point where you it's it's like yeah so many times i will think oh that that might be programming that's kind of dropping that i'm that i'm aware of i'm probably not explaining it well but no i think you're doing an amazing job and i i really do believe that it becomes this invitation for for us all to to just look at what comes up for us you you mentioned the um the work I'm doing. Um, mm-hmm. There was a piece that dropped in about that, that I wanted to share on the power of community. There has been absolutely, I can't pinpoint any one thing that has been more supportive of my process of becoming a higher expression of me, of my purpose, than relationship and community. 
it's I believe in it. those experiences that all the stuff comes up to the surface that we get to work on, that we get to shift. And in a group of individuals that are supporting one another, consciously in the intention of supporting one another through that, there just becomes no more, no greater fulfilling experience as well as beneficial from my perspective. Mm. Yeah. I'm not in, in any particular like physical community other than my, you know, my family here. Um, but I've experienced an ex over the last, just through all the changes that I've been through a loss of community. And it's been, I think of one thing that has been the most that I've noticed. And I've heard it from other people. My daughter's expressed it. Um, the way the schools are now, uh, just other friends have expressed it. You know, we used to actually on another podcast that I, a gentleman was talking about, um, you know, we used to go out and shovel each other's walks or we used to hang out and talk outside the house or whatever, just like kind of casual, like local neighbors and stuff. A lot of that's gone for everybody i think that that's a missing a missing piece right now not a lot of people have community and especially well not especially for everybody but on a spiritual path when you're called to do the type of work that you're doing um it seems to be crucial i guess that's where it becomes about each and every individual taking responsibility for their own lives and instead of waiting for it to show up finding it creating it yeah because i too was that that guy sitting in a yeah. in a house in toronto where you hardly spoke to your neighbors and i knew i didn't want that so i made the well first i set the intention to experience something richer, something deeper. And then I aligned myself with that. And I'm not just referring to moving, upping and moving to Costa Rica. That was one of the choices I made. I can name so many others that have led to meaningful, heartfelt, deep, profound interactions and relationships, heartfelt connections. And that's just one of them. That's just one of those moves. So it's up to us all to kind of you know see that see that that the opportunity is available to us it's easy to say oh this is what the world has become right true but it's a lot more expansive and beneficial to say what do i want and how can i create it yeah yeah not easy not easy to do yeah. No excuses on that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Again, I just want to mention that this is not to say that everyone's got to buy a one-way ticket to Costa Rica. Oh, no, um, I didn't see, even think of that. Oh. Yeah. It's just, you know, often we've been, we've, we often get like, I totally get that my life looks like a, a dream life to many. And it's very closely aligned with my dream life. I feel like I'm 
living an amazing, amazing, adventurous, exciting, fun life, and it only continues to evolve. But there's something there in that when I get messages along the lines of you're so lucky, I don't think I, I feel blessed. I feel grateful and I feel like life has definitely been supportive of me. But I also want everyone to know that it's all available to them too. Anyways, I feel like I railroaded what you were saying. So it's okay. That must have been called for too then. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I think putting some words to or some lived experience to what you're talking about. So how are you creating community? How have you moved yourself in such at such a young age to a point where you're able to grasp these concepts? Now, I mean, obviously, how is you followed your higher self, your highest self, but um, for the audience listening, that's not possibly as, uh, I don't want to say up to date, or just some of these concepts are a little abstract. Mm-hmm. Can you speak to that? Put mm-hmm. some. It's interesting because then we, then I suppose we must consider like, where are they at? Right. Cause um, I can of course address this from so many different angles and, like you said, there might be um, there might be terms that I choose to use on my podcast that that may be a little bit, you know, um, abstract and not relevant to to those listening in here. So I guess my question to you then is, what specifically would you like your audience to know from me? That's a really good way to put it. Okay, so I would say my audience is a combination of people that have been through some kind of a transformative experience. You know, a lot of my friends in the cannabis industry, a lot of people come to that after their own health breakdowns and have these miraculous or really amazing, not only physical, but, you know, spiritual experiences. So there's a basic level of understanding, I would say. And then the, the parents um, and families that have that either individuals who have tuberous sclerosis or other special needs, I think they have certainly have that depth where they're a lot of the people I would say know to a degree that they are here for that this is this is a higher calling than just what is here in the physical. So there I would say there's some people that are listening to this are interested in peace in finding inner peace in the middle of Mm -hmm. chaos. Mm -hmm. I think that's a lot of what I'm hearing from friends, family, you know, how do we, how do we set, how do we, how do we come home in this world? That's like, yeah. Okay. I have a clear sense of where to take this then. That helpful. Mm -hmm, Definitely. I've been through my own version of chaos too. Yeah, it's, uh, and I think maybe sharing a little bit about that has a place so that I I feel a little bit more relatable. Of course, we're all on our own journeys. And we all 
face different things, but it didn't just happen like this, right? Um, I think we all have to go through our own experience of, of chaos, of shadows, of challenges, because as I've seen time and time again, it's those experiences that make us, that bring out the strength, that bring out the light in us. It has to always, from my experience, come from some experience of challenge, for that offers us the contrast to know what we're made of. So yes, my chaos wasn't pretty. It was having to see my partner wake up every single day and not know my name for months. Mm. It was yeah. spending the entire day trying to remind her of what her life was, what our life was, trying to make this beautiful being feel some ounce of what it meant to be loved while she was there with no memory terrified hearing from the stranger that everything's gonna be okay that I loved her my chaos was having to see her suffer for years my chaos had to go to the darkest of the dark, things that I wouldn't wish on anybody, but all chaos that helped me remember the power that we are. And it comes right back to the message that love is the answer. Love is the greatest power there is. And if we learn to tap into this, and it's not that woo-woo kind of, just leave it at the peace, love, and happiness because it's not only going to be that. Maybe someday, and I believe that's possible. I don't want to say that it's inevitable that we have to suffer, but from what I've gathered, and I know you have too, not a lot of people are in a place where they can believe that. So that's why I share that. I've, again, been through my challenges and when we talk about finding peace within the chaos, my answer then becomes, how can we find peace within? The answer is right there in the statement, peace within the chaos. It's not as much about manipulating our circumstances as it is about learning to be accepting, resilience within them very well put yeah yeah thank you for sharing that I knew a little bit about that from reading something that you wrote um and that was I had a new understanding for for your presence I don't want to say I could tell. Yeah, that it wasn't just like you landed here and you know, all roses and butterflies, that there's just a depth that you have to learn about that, which I can't imagine. I can't imagine that. I mean, I've had horrible things, horrible things, but that memory piece, that's just really terrifying. I have had times in my life when um, <laughs> due to drugs and alcohol, I didn't remember. And I think that that was something that, yeah, just that's just can't imagine it so well I can for a short period of time but not like you're describing and mm -hmm. so just 
beautiful uh, turnaround with what you've gotten from that, those experiences. Thanks for sharing that. I'm happy to, because I know well, I'm going to experience the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, not to say that it's all sunshine and rainbows even today, but what I can say with confidence is that it does get better. It does get better. And I believe, I so, so deeply believe that it gets better for us all. I, I believe it too. We're not supposed to suffer. There's an intelligence. Agree? I so certainly agree. I've come to experience and witness the acts of an intelligence, an intelligence that is expressed through all things. And in my experience, I've been shown so many, so many reminders that this intelligence wants the best for us, wants us to be happy, wants us to be at peace, wants us to feel fulfilled, but probably most of all, wants us to grow. And that's why even love sometimes can, can be challenging because love knows what's on the other end of that. Mm. Yeah, so good. That's a quotable one. <laughs> love on the other end of that. I that. I have a good visual on that. Mm -hmm. So what are your practices? How do you how do you stay aligned other than everything you've already shared? Mm -hmm. Do you do you are you rigid with them? Are you what do you do? I practice finding the best balance for me mm -hmm. between discipline and flow. Yeah, that's something else that I would I I'm glad I thought to ask because people in the communities that may or may that are listening are looking always looking for tools like how how do I how and, and people are used to a lot of external um you know i'm timing myself i'm weighing myself i'm looking at this to tell me what to eat and um so to hear someone that you're more internally driven hmm. or not even driven but it's helpful so what about what i shared allowed you to gather that or was that more just kind of knowing me um outside of this conversation it's just knowing you mm -hmm. yeah i mean you have share i mean the guests that some of the guests you've had on your platform well particularly john to pass well i knew you had an interest in um fitness and from the things that we've done with the breath work um I know you probably had some, some practices, but you never met, you don't really mention it much. So, yeah. and I've seen your videos. 
and and Facebook, the the workouts. Mm-hmm. That is love them. Love those little clips. Yeah. It's great. I think the uh the big message that that's inspiring this. Um just put some context behind it. I, I love what you said, but to make it a little bit more clear to the listeners. Sure. Um you know, being in t- internally driven, right? Letting letting my decisions come from a, a internal compass opposed to it being these 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 external references, right? In the case of health and health and fitness, you know, um, opposed to counting calories, more being in tune with what my body is asking for and what what feels good in my body. Um, even so there's a deeper message here we can definitely uh, use the trajectory of of health and fitness but I think even deeper than that is how important it becomes to to attune to that internal compass that we all have and letting that be what dictates our decisions and let that be you know what we act in alignment with so you started this well this particular kind of part of the conversation with asking about like what sort of practices do i have and i mentioned that that balance between discipline Mm -hmm. discipline and flow well ultimately what that means to me is we all have a different balance and furthermore we all also have a changing sense of balance, meaning what can be right for us in any given moment can very well be completely different next week. And that's why one of my, like, I find myself in my sharing and in my teaching and whatnot, um, certain messages just kind of keep coming back up. And that tells me something. These are the most important ones. And one of the most important ones I would say is recognizing that there's no right way to be. Mm. And what may be right for you in a given moment can very well change in another. And being able to adapt with that and recognize when it's time to, to maybe shift the way that you're going about things. Maybe time to not keep up with that, that daily habit or routine that you've cultivated. Maybe giving yourself the space. Maybe bringing more discipline into your life and being more structure oriented. Um, That dynamic is always changing. And that's why we can't just listen to what other people are telling us. You explore that, you learn from it, but it always ultimately becomes about checking in with how it's worked for you. So true. I'm really glad you said that. I think that's been an ongoing struggle for me. Um, and an awareness that I've had over the past five or six years with being really attached to running and that activity and just um, all the the timing and all that. I, I took turned a corner and I stopped um, looking at any externals. I just would go out and I really forced, I didn't force myself, but um, I would go inwards when I was running and it became more of a meditation. I stopped caring about you know, my times or how long, and, and I ended up getting way better. I had mm. went through 
just by going internally, I was able to perform better. I had been spent my whole life up until my probably my 40s doing all these athletic things with just getting pulled out of my body all the time where I feel called to let go of my attachment to, to even running at all. Not that I would give, give it up completely or that that's called for, but just not having to need that to get the downloads. I think I was getting a lot of downloads when I was out there running and I still do, but relying on one thing. Yeah. So that piece, plus the, the piece of turning inwards and not like, I know that when I put, I had some picture where I had a blanket over my clock and my, where I was working out and you notice that it's very easy for me to get pulled out, but I have found so much, it's so much more rewarding when it's, when the activity itself is not dictated by external parameters and when I can bring to it that presence and be able to flexible to shift up the routine and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So that's a huge area that of like attachment that I've had. And it served me well, even during the, some of the dark times, it was always something that I did with some kind of fitness or workout, but then more into seeing it now as more of a meditative time even though it is you're asking your body to perform or to push yourself. So I'm getting a little off track here. So (laughs) what you call me back (laughs) off track, I call in the flow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll just go on and on and on. Yeah. Yeah. I could talk about this part, this subject for a long time. Um, But yeah, I think people are looking for ways to go in to, to kind of, put it all together so I love that like the breath work that you shared I didn't know anything about that besides Wim Hof yeah so what do you have on this on that note is you know there are practices that many have used and have certainly benefited benefited from um, themselves and so while Yes, I, I will always drive home that message, find what works for you. It also yeah. entails, you know, that that willingness to to try things, to explore different strategies, perspectives, even that that you do feel shared by others or you do come across shared from others. Um, I'm even personally just in this this really um, mode of eagerness to to learn right eagerness to to learn from others and and take in information and again apply that to to my own life and Mm -hmm. how i feel most aligned with it now there are certainly you know ways to go about it that that i recommend one give a shot at the very least right um you know meditation is is there are no musts there is no vlnls but i would find it hard to believe that meditation isn't a practice that would benefit most if not all people some form of a a meditation practice um that for me is the the fundamental practice when it comes to tuning into that that internal compass another piece dropping in about that so using meditation as a means to to attune ourselves with well ourselves right our our own internal goddess system and that piece that i want to just kind of go deeper into now is 
first realizing that we have an internal compass, right? We have this, this right. ability to, to govern our own thinking and our choices. And I do believe that there's this sense of just knowing that exists within all of us. I agree. Because you've felt it before. Right. And isn't it true that sometimes you feel it more than others? Definitely. And isn't it true that when you feel strongly associated or connected to your knowing and you act on that, what sort of experiences does it lead to? Incredible. Like, amazing. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, why don't I do this more? <laughs> we forgot. Yeah. It's so easy remember. to forget. But meditation definitely opens those uh, doors or those, I don't know what to call them. Channels. Channels. There we go. <laughs> but doors, it certainly works. Doors. What's behind those doors that we're looking for? Yeah. So I see yeah. this becoming a, uh, a full circle, just kind of um, bringing it all together is, you know, I think one of the, the things that you're looking to get out of me mm -hmm is how have I been able to, to create the sort of life that, that I'm living? Mm -hmm. I think I can, in one way at least, sum it up with saying, attuning to and aligning with the internal compass. Wow. That makes total sense. Sense isn't the right word, but that, and that is so, I want to say inspiring and I want to say admirable. Because I, I know personally how difficult that is. Like you said, it's not all rainbows. I mean, if you're listening, tuning to your highest self and you're not always going to be in your comfort zone, that's for sure. <laughs> Very rarely will you be in your comfort zone if you're listening to your higher self. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I like I being in my that. comfort zone. I do. I have to say it's comfortable. It's comfortable. And comfortable. You know, sometimes we'll, we'll have that moment to, to enjoy that for sure. You know, I'm not, I'm not a, a masochist. I'm not someone that uh, goes too far off in the other direction. Um, <laughs> it's good to but know. It's, just, um, it's simply realizing, I think the more we answer to that call, um, the more we align ourselves with it, the, the more we'll be rewarded for it. Yeah. And, you know, just to circle back and touch on the piece you brought up about our experiences being it, the importance first of going inward and it just being so variable, we're all so different. I think that's one thing that I'm always confronted with is just the expectation that other people think and see things the way I do when it's just so we've all had so many different pieces that have come in and affected us. It's, I mean, it's just craziness. And then, yeah. So I, I think to remember that, that not to compare yourselves, not to lean on the external world to tell you what's mm -hmm. right for you. All those things are just huge. We're huge stepping stones for me and continue to be. So thanks for bringing all that, bringing all that mm -hmm. in. I feel like I've wa we've wandered or I've wa wandered. We probably haven't, but it's all been um, really, really beautiful. <laughs>
beautiful conversation. I'm seeing it as this visual of there was all these uh, there was all these different building blocks, and it seemed like we we have jumped between different um, different com topics, but I can I can see just zooming out how they've all just been these perfectly placed blocks to to create this this entire whole conversation that all do really fit together um, very well. Yeah, I could feel it coming coming around now as you said that. I just need to tap in for a minute and see if there's anything else that, and you too, anything else that's coming up for you mm -hmm. before we wrap up here. I will certainly check in with myself and okay. I'll also encourage you to just check in if there's anything else that you'd, you'd like to hear from me particularly. Yeah. Just give me a second here. I just want to, I do want to look at what I'm, well, I'd like you to talk a little bit about ascend academy and what you're doing there i think it would be a good place for you i mean i know the greater motives and everything but um what's your vision what's your what's going on with that and yeah mm -hmm. i'd say give me your pitch but that's seems so <laughs> shoddy and worldly uh, <laughs> you know um i kind of like that i kind of like that and here's why um, I too have, you know, just evolved into this, this awareness and this, this way of looking at the world that is coming at it from a higher perspective that, you know, we have a purpose to serve. We all have a purpose to serve. This is where I share with everyone that we all have a purpose to serve we're here for a reason and everyone has a unique beautiful gift to give and it's in discovering that gift from within ourselves and giving that gift that we are going to find the greatest amount of joy aliveness and fulfillment in our lives we bring a full circle to that message that the joy really does come from not what we're trying to get, but what we're here to give. And the irony is in the experience of that, we get so much of what we want and more better than we could have even imagined. Let that set in for a moment. I am. At the same time, we deserve what we want. We can have what we want. We can go after our dreams and create for what we want. And so that's why I kind of start off on a little bit of a funny note, because when you talked about the whole, it sounds a little bit worldly. I just wanted to quickly say that. Yeah. Um, sometimes we shun that. Sometimes we shun that aspect of the, the human experience as well. And I think we've kind of, briefly kind of touched on those too yeah you know the whole um trying to stay clear away from the business the money the you know and play the right. the game of, like i'm above it yeah that happens too all right and if there's probably so many ways i can sum up my journey but one way i'm going to is 
it's been so much about bringing those two things together. Hmm. The, the higher awareness that we are these infinite spiritual beings playing the game of being a human and having a human experience. Right. And we're so much more than just this. At the same time, at the very same time, we are also these human beings having this human experience that have desires in the physical and it becomes a pretty fun thing to do to go out and chase our dreams and create what we want for um, but the message that just is coming in so strong for me here is everything that you want and more will be had would be found in coming into alignment with our higher selves with that internal compass and with that greatest power that there is that I call love. Wow. I know you asked me about the F Sunday Academy, but that wanted to come through instead. <laughs> okay, I like that. I um, love it. It's yeah. I am gonna share though. I am gonna share. That felt good. I'm glad that I let that through. Um but I think it's also important that I, I take this opportunity to share a little bit about how I go about doing this personally. Um, Please, yeah. The Academy is a space for, for community, for people to come together, to, to learn from each other, to grow alongside each other. Um, we explore anything really that is going to support an individual and becoming a higher expression of their potential and purpose. I get the blessed opportunity to find these people that I believe will, will serve the community. I've connected with so many of them already, but I have a personal, I find a personal pleasure in going out there and, and discovering more. And on that path, I find these, these great individuals that I just feel called to, to provide a platform for. And so those end up being the ones that I invite to, to teach um, in the academy. Mm -hmm. And lastly, I guess what I'll say is um, I'm also very excited about stepping back into my role as a, as a teacher and a leader. I've, for the last little while, been very focused on the, the community aspect of things and, mm -hmm. and creating that, creating creating the space for that to take place sure but i would say very recently actually um there's been this reignited passion and desire and belief in oneself really that i am here to to share i'm here to teach and i have something to give as well something that i've always known and i've never completely lost touch with it but more recently there's been this reignited fire to to serve on that more personal direct one-on-one awesome. types of setting and levels and um, that's been coming through a little bit lately. So I'm, I'm really happy to, to be feeling that and expressing it. Oh, great. I'm glad to hear, glad to hear. And your, the guests that you've had on that you've found have been amazing. Every one of them. They're all good. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's pretty much all that I can't think of anything else that I want to ask or 
I will put your links and all your business, uh, your business profiles and in the notes. I'm just really grateful, Brian, for your uh, presence in my life. Yeah, that our paths crossed and just how much you've helped me appreciate my own value. I can't thank you enough for that. Wow. To tear up a little. Yeah, I, I think I've, I, yeah, it's been there, but it really is in the last time we've worked together, it's come, I feel more self-worth. I hate to use that word too, but self-love mm. than I have ever ever than I thought possible almost to the point like why haven't I like thought about this before what was wrong with me you know it's just it sucks to not like yourself it really does so thank you for yeah our work together this is where I say that there is absolutely nothing better for me to hear from from someone that I've connected with and now see as a friend than what you just shared. So I'm just going to add a little bit more fuel to that fire. Jill, you are doing some amazing, amazing things. Uh, the growth that you've been enduring has been incredible to witness and you are just so clearly aligned and continue to evolve into this super important truth that is it all really comes from self-love thank you ah thank you so much and thank you for being a beacon of that because the more that you grow into loving yourself the more you inspire others to do as well same to you. Keep going. I love it. Thank All right. Are we done here? Yeah, I think All right. I feel complete. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Take care. Yeah, you too. Much love.